Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I feel so much safer right now. Uh, Jimmy Wayne Hammonds, the monkey whisperer, is now uh, sentenced. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> he has to be in his home under detention with an ankle monitor for less than a year, but he's on probation for five years. So, whew, man, do I feel safer. And, of course, he was fined $90,000. He pled guilty in March to that felony charge of conspiracy to commit wildlife tra- trafficking. Terrible. Just terrible. Uh, it stemmed from his notorious sale of the, uh, is it the capuchin? Capuchin? Amorphophallus. Monkey to singer Chris Brown. Three counts of violating Endangered Species Act for selling endangered cotton top termins to individuals in Alabama, South Carolina, and Wisconsin. So he's he's done for. All right, the, the monkey whisperer out of Orlando. And uh, Chris Brown, I know he... He wasn't named in the federal suit, but he had already said, like, he, when they came to him, he gave him the monkey and he paid the fine for the monkey to live, to survive. Like, he gave him 30000 And he said, uh, Yeah, sorry, I won't buy any more monkeys. I'm right, fine. No problem. Leave me alone. Um, and if I buy one, I won't take any pictures of it so you know that I have it. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what PETA, PETA was pissed. PETA was the one that saw it and said, Hey, uh, you're not supposed to have those. Where'd you get those? Freaking PETA, man. <laughs> How dare they get mad over something, you know, illegal. So they commented on the lawsuit. This brazen career criminal got off easy. Five years probation. Uh, less than a year. I think it's got like eight months left on uh, house arrest. I'm sorry, home detention. And a $90,000 fine. But he got off easy, according to Peter. But the conviction alone should be enough to keep him out of the monkey exploitation business as long as federal officials do their jobs and revoke his Federal Animal Welfare Act license. I mean, I don't know what it takes to get a Federal Animal Welfare Act license, but I think I want one. So Peter is calling on the U.S. Department of Justice to use this case as a jumping-off point to relentlessly pursue the other Hammondies of the world and hold them accountable for trafficking animals for a buck. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, I feel safer now that this guy's been charged and he's, well, he's not behind bars. He's at the house. (sighs) Shouldn't have sold that monkey, man. Sold the monkey to the wrong guy, man. Shoot. I told him don't be taking pictures with it and post it on Instagram. But no, Chris Brown had to post it on Instagram. And of course, PETA freaking sees it. All right. Fine. I'll pay 90000 and be on probation for. I know why. He can't take his license away. Say the way he makes his living. He sells exotic animals. Come on now. So. Now, I love the Brown. Uh, he agreed to forfeit his rights to Fiji, which is uh, you know good for him, and pay $35,000 for the monkey's care. Yeah, so he paid money, and he said, yeah, here you go. Here's thirty-five grand, and I don't have, okay, you have 
Fiji the monkey. It's all yours. Get out of here. I want nothing to do with it, okay? I didn't really want anything to do with it except to post it on my Instagram anyway. I've already got that. We're good. So my man, what's his name again? The criminal, the horrible person, the animal trafficker, Jimmy Wayne Hammonds. They get him the three names too like he's a serial killer. The monkey whisperer. Thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for getting him off the streets. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Ooh, someone just handed me a letter that was mailed to me here at Mercury Studios. Uh, attention, Jeffy Fisher. Oh, boy. From Minnesota. Minnesota. Did I say something bad about Minnesota at some point? <laughs> Oh no! Oh, I know. Was it? Oh, I know. I, nobody smells mail anymore. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. <sighs> Whoa! This is dated the fourth of May, twenty twenty-two. The USPS is a little slow, man. I don't know where this. <laughs> Holy cow! Uh, May fourth? I mean, come on! Did this? Has this been here in the building for a while and nobody's given it to me? Or do I, I mean, this is an example of why I need to be in charge of the USPS for sure, man. Come on. That's, this is agonizing. From Minnesota to Irving, Texas, starting at May 4th and it gets here, what, the 10th? If you're listening live, today's the 10th of June, over a month? Holy cow. Dear Jeffy, you are bulky and John Deere sucks. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, appreciate the letter. <laughs> glad it glad it arrived safely. There was nothing wrong, it wasn't damaged. It arrived with the correct stampage, the address, return address, and yet it took only 37 38 days to get here well it's a 10 so 36 days eh. don't worry about so it. if we put the 18 minute together along with the seven minute together you got 22 minutes you sell it with eight minutes of ads you got 30 minutes i mean facts are facts i don't know why everybody makes fun of that but facts are facts now there was a personal signature on the end of the letter after you are bulky and John Deere socks. There's a little heart and then a signature, which I don't know what the signature looks like an A with a squiggly line. Thanks, A with the squiggly line. But it was written on paper that has a little gold trim all the way around it, and it's got the title of Gold Seed Country. And then it says, Made for Minnesota, Seed Service and Solutions. Nice. I mean, who? I'm a fan. I'm a fan of seeds. I see where it's a good thing this is in Minnesota, though, because I see where Colorado has become the first state to ban anonymous sperm and egg donations. So Gold Country seed would have to go away if it was in Colorado, I think, right? Oh, wait, that's a different kind of seed? Oh, never mind. So anyway, I saw a report where a man infected with monkeypox escaped 
from a hospital in Mexico and came to Texas. So, I mean, right now, I guess we have over a thousand monkeypox cases reported from 29 countries. Uh, okay. So we're starting to pick up the case a little bit. And then I see a video report from the UN doctor, Dr. Tedros Adhananam Jebreyesus. Amorphophallus. Yeah. You know, that's like Smith around the world. Dr. Tedros. Uh, Dr. Tedros. Amorphophallus. And he gave us a video uh, report on monkeypox that I thought was interesting because all it really was, and you know what, I'll play some of it, and I, I want to try to figure out a song to go underneath it. I was trying to figure out a, a song to play underneath it because after the first you know 30 seconds or so, it's kind of like, okay, get to it. I mean, it takes him, what is it, like two minutes? Two-minute long video. And it's just a sales pitch for more money. He wants countries to give more money to the United Nations and the World Health Organization. I mean, that's what he does, right? So be scared, be scared. By the way, uh, we need more money. Uh, the rich countries are not paying enough. And that's that's what he does. But his report is on monkeypox. And I'm thinking, um, I don't know that I want you to be reporting on monkeypox. They're Dr. Tedros. Amorphophallus. I was just going to call him Dr. Tedros, but whatever. That's the last name, sorry. Go ahead, Doc. More than 1,000 confirmed cases of monkeypox have now been reported to WHO from 29 countries that are not endemic for the disease. Wait. So far, no diseases have been reported in these countries. Okay, stop this for just a second. We've got to have some kind of music, seriously. Don't we have, like, I don't know, gladiator music or... So long, farewell, (laughs) (laughs) No, I want something underneath that. I I mean, that's fine. (laughs) 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Tedros... So long, farewell, I'll be just saying goodnight. Dr. Tedros, get out here! More than 1,000 confirmed cases of monkeypox have now been reported to WHO from 29 countries that are not endemic for the disease. So far, no deaths have been reported in There's no death, so it's not so long. Cases have been reported mainly, but not only among men who have sex with men. Oh, it's not only about... Hold on. It's not only men who have sex with men. That's what? So I can still get it and not have sex with a man? Wait, what? I'm sorry, doctor. Go ahead. This is of apparent community transmission, including some cases in women. The risk of monkeypox becoming established in non-endemic countries is real. WHO is particularly concerned about the risks of this virus for vulnerable groups, including children and pregnant women. There are effective ways for people to protect themselves and others. Nobody wants that. People with symptoms should isolate at home. Pause that for a second. Man, how mad would you be if you had the baby born and that is a monkeypox kid? You can't hug them because you just keep reinfecting the whole family. Hugging the baby, so you gotta, you know, ship the kid off to a little black box somewhere. 
Oh, yeah, that's the, those are the monkeypox kids. And a little baby with the monkeypox breakout all over. Oh, man, nobody wants that. Nobody wants I mean, it's tough enough to tell which kid is yours, right? When you go to, you see all the babies rode up, and then, you know, you see them all rode up, and three or four of them have monkeypox. That would not be good. But go ahead, Doc. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut health you off. Worker. Those who share a household with an infected person should avoid close contact. Right. There are antivirals and vaccines approved for monkeypox. Excellent. But these are but? in limited supply. Ooh. WHO is developing a coordination mechanism for the distribution of supplies. Okay, that's good. Based that's what on you should be doing. That's your job. Fairness. WHO does not recommend mass vaccination against monkeypox. In the few oh, places well, where vaccines are... We're not, we're not recommending mass vaccinations. So just go over there in that room over there. Don't come out till all those scabs fall off of you, okay? And we sent somebody in to sweep up the scab dust that you left in there. Go ahead. Available. They're being used to protect those who may be exposed. Oh, yeah. Such as health workers right. and laboratory personnel. Nobody wants this that. This virus has been circulating and killing in Africa for decades. Yes, it has. It's an unfortunate reflection of the world we live Why? in that the international community is only now paying attention yeah, to monkeypox. Because it's starting to spread, it has Doc. appeared oh. in high-income countries. Oh, the stop. Because, because now it's starting to appear in high-income countries. Oh, okay. So I bet that means that the high-income countries should start putting some more money into the low-income countries. Right, Doc? Countries that live with the threat of this virus every day deserve the same concern, the same care, and the same access to tools to protect themselves. Yes, they deserve the same access. I'll give you that. That's about it. Is that it? No, there was more. He was. He hawked for... He hawked for I don't cut off the doc, man. It's Tedro. What are you doing? You're cutting off the doc? I mean, he's talking about... You're cutting off the doc on monkeypox? Oh, man. That is not good. Personally, I can't get over seeing a room full of babies with monkeypox. I can't get that out of my head now. Nobody wants to have the... Ba- I watched every one of my kids be born. And I just want them to go out on a limb here. I would not want to see them born with monkeypox you know <laughs> no one wants to see their kid born with monkeypox but if it happens you know you, you gotta you gotta deal with it so oh no no honey no oh my gosh that is I, that is not right and no we do not support that on this program and dr tedrow did not say that all right he didn't support mass vaccinations some would say I don't support max vaccinations, but you know, he didn't say that though. Some might take that from him, but I, you know, I didn't. But no, we can't have that. No, man, what are you? Wow, wow, what are you, Alec Baldwin? All of a sudden. All right, let's go to the break. Curb. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh my gosh, sad is what it is.
So you can always follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR. And uh, this particular tweet thread I read through yesterday, uh, you know, talking about chewing the fat. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, commenting that uh, this particular Twitterer, Kevlar Deervest, uh, chewing the fat is like 10% Siri saying amorphophallus. Amorphophallus. Right? Not a complaint, by the way. Oh, well, I think, thank you. And uh, Jim Ward, uh, I'm sorry, I'm on Getter. Hey, me too, Jim. Uh, I'm there for the gunshots. Thank you. Uh, especially when they're not even related to Alec. I mean, if it's not related to Alec, is it really a gunshot? I mean, that could be any sound. <laughs> and Jim is reminding me that, uh, actually, I just remembered my favorite instance was when he played that song with the kids singing So Long, Farewell, Bid You a Good Night. Bang. So long, farewell, I'll be just saying good night. You're welcome. So what the heck, I wasn't invited to Britney's wedding? What's happening in this world? I'm the, one of the biggest supporters of Britney Spears through this whole thing, through her whole process. Yes, yes I am. I've been behind Britney 100%. Free Britney, baby. Hashtag it. I'm like the hashtag. That's how important it is to me that Britney was freed. So anyway, she's having the big wedding. And I wasn't invited. But her ex-husband, apparently, and I'm not sure. I think this was the first husband that tried to crash the wedding. Yeah, Jason Alexander tried to crash the wedding. Uh, to You know, she's marrying Sam. And... Uh, <laughs> Not that Jason Alexander, right? It's the other one, I think. The picture, it doesn't look like that Jason Alexander. The Seinfeld, Jason Alexander, you know who I'm talking about. Stop it. So officials confirmed that he was arrested for two counts of misdemeanor battery, one count of misdemeanor vandalism, and one count of misdemeanor trespassing in addition to an out-of-county warrant. So apparently he made it out of the property. Uh... An altercation involved battery. Oh, yeah, okay, whatever, with security. Of course he did. He wanted to get to Brittany. And uh, apparently broke in. Oh, and he broke an item. Oh, no. Although he broke an item under $400, though. So, yeah, no problem. Apparently he's walking through the house, and security's like, um, you can't be here. Get out of here. I'm just here to see Brittany. I want to see Brittany. That's not going to happen, bro. I'm not sure... What you think is going to happen, but you seeing Brittany isn't one of them, okay? And so it was arrested. So anyway, so they had the big wedding. Why? Well, and I'm so bummed I wasn't invited. The heck? I mean, everyone who was anyone was there. I mean, I should tell you something, Jeff. I know, I know. But I mean, Madonna. No one supports Madonna more than me. Paris was there selena and drew i support all these people and i'm not invited to the wedding that's kind of you know what it is it's that damn sam argashi or ashgashi or whatever his name is that she's marrying sam amorphophallus yeah yeah he's another 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 one of those damn that's a big family anyway uh so they were all there not me though not me a little disheartening actually 
a little disheartening. And they just had a quiet little wedding. Did they? Yeah, it was just a quiet little wedding. Some friends. Yeah, that makes me feel better. That's why I wasn't there. Quiet little wedding with Brittany. Don't worry about it, Britt. Don't worry about it. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm, I'm happy for you. And Sam, best wishes to you. Seriously, best wishes to you. Because, I mean, I don't know what it says even about Sam, let alone Britt. Because now this is her first husband, I think. Jason was her first husband, and then they got divorced, and then she married What's-His-Face for a few days. And they got a divorce. What was his name? K-Fed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so that only lasted like a few days. That was just a Vegas fling. Who does... Who among us hasn't gone to Vegas and fallen in love and gotten married? Right? So then that was over with. And then, you know, then we had the debacle. And, whew, and now, you know, now we've got the first guy coming to the party of the wedding of this one out of his mind, getting arrested, wanting to see Brit. I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I know that's not what that means. I guess, but I mean, I understand. I just, uh, you know, uh, let's put it crazy, I think. Well, I don't want to call Brittany crazy. That's just mean. I'm not. I'm a supporter of Brittany. She's not crazy. So people people of like-mindedness stick together. I, I like that. People of like-mindedness stick together. Speaking of sticking together, did you see where the guys fell into the chocolate tank at the Mars factory? I know. Now, the original reports said it was like half a tank. But I don't know because they won't let us know about the victims, what happened. So if they're still alive, I guess we just keep pumping the chocolate. In it. A Snickers bar doesn't taste quite like a Snickers bar. Yeah, it's got that guy from Philadelphia in it. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> they shut down the plant in Lancaster County. And it took, uh, you know, the first victim extricated from the tank. And the second was out. It took, I mean, holy cow. The first guy came out at 310 and the other guy came out 15 minutes later. They both fell into the tank. Uh, maybe, I'm not sure what happened there, but maybe you ought to not work there anymore. Uh, if you're falling into the chocolate tanks. And they had to cut a hole in the tank to get him out. So I think the tank was more than half full, man. And it can't be good, right? I mean, chocolate is good going into one orifice. You start dropping into a tank full of chocolate, man. It can't be good going into the other body parts, man. It just can't. I mean, I guess if you got to go, you what a way to go, right? You just drop you in and, be, <laughs> and you're over. <laughs> yeah. You know, Look, Pat, look. Death by chocolate. Uh, you know, I get it. <laughs> okay, so they don't even know if the, how much chocolate was in it, if there were any chocolate in it. So, you know, Mars is known for, you know, M&Ms and Dove chocolate. And so maybe I want to stick to Hershey's chocolate for a little while until we get this shipment out. Once we get past this shipment, you're fine. You can get back to the Snickers. Ooh, and then I saw this and I thought, oh, man, maybe Brittany wore this to her wedding. And I don't know. Maybe, and someone may have. Maybe Madonna or uh, 
or one of the other stars, Paris, probably could have worn this. Uh, Velveeta just dropped a cheese-scented nail polish. That, uh, man, does it look good. It's a... I mean, it's fantastic. And it's got the the nail polish collection. Two colors are based on its signature cheese product with bold Velveeta lettering that decorates the packaging. Well, that's just the packaging. Of course it is. But you, you can... It's got the yellow and red nails. I mean, it looks really, really good. And I could see, you know, Paris Hilton or Madonna. I can actually see Madonna wearing this, but not Paris. And and what's her face? No way what's her face wears it. Selena Gomez. Selena would not wear Velveeta nails. Now, maybe Cher would, but she wasn't invited. Cher wasn't on the list that I saw. So that's a little hurtful, actually. I'm a little pissed for Cher for not being invited. I don't know that I'm more pissed that I wasn't there or that Cher wasn't there. But I could see them wearing the the Velveeta the Velveeta nails. Who doesn't love someone dressed with their Velveeta nails on? I know. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson-Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org chosen. Okay, so it's summertime, and what happens, I mean, for a lot of people, sweat happens okay and even well i should just say more so for me during the summer but it does happen you know year round for me i'm uh, some people uh in this very building well he's not in this building anymore he's out there in another state he had better get away from me yeah glenn beck you better get freaking away from me after calling me a sweaty beast on his little commercial okay but i mean he's not necessarily wrong i just didn't like the way it sounded but haha Everyone has to deal with sweating from time to time. And in the right circumstance, I mean, you're sweating up a storm, right? No matter what you're doing. Uh, armpits, you got the big pit wars, you got the sweat across the chest. I mean, you have the sweat. If you wear dark t-shirts, now this is just a problem with me. I'll just tell you a little problem with me. Is uh, like I like multicolored t-shirts, but I don't wear them. I wear white t-shirts because the white t-shirts don't show off the sweat. Okay, so they get the ring around the neck. They don't show that off, really. I mean, they show it off less than the multicolored t-shirts. Okay? I'm just saying, that's the way I think. Okay? (laughs) But, thank goodness for sweat block. Okay? Sweat block antiperspirant wipes and their antiperspirant sticks. 
stronger, more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You just apply them at night, right before you go to bed. Next morning, take a shower. Go about your day without worrying about sweat. Guaranteed. You have to apply it once. I know it sounds strange. It's a it's a rethinking of how to do antiperspirant. But because you're used to getting up and showering and having to wipe it on and scrub it on all day and hope that it works. Not with sweat block. Okay. Not with sweat block. Put it on the night before. Wake up. Take a shower. Go about your day. And, you know, on behalf of sweat block, you're welcome. Okay. I'm just telling you. It works. Sweat block. 20% off right now if you go to sweatblock.com with the promo code Jeffy. Sweatblock.com. 20% off right now with the promo code Jeffy. I mean, you can get it at Amazon.com too. But why? So we did lose him. I'm sorry. Who died today? Who died today? Frank Atwood. Dead at the age of 66. And you ask yourself, wait, Frank Atwood, how do I know him? Well, he was executed by the state of Arizona. Now, we talked about it the other day that they had decided that he, you know, no problem, you can complain all you want, Frank, but you're going down. All right. We're not on your side. You're going to be executed. And they did. Now, they, you know, lethal injected him. Uh, and I guess everything was went off smoothly. They had witnesses there, of course. Everyone was there. And it said that it was probably the most peaceful of any of the executions that I've witnessed. That was one of the witnesses. Okay, great. Remember, he was the guy that tried to say that uh, it was going to be too much pain because of his bad back. And so, you know, they could, you know, he was using a wheelchair and, and I thought originally to just leave him in the wheelchair. I mean, why do we have to strap him onto the gurney? Wheel him in, shoot him up, wheel him out. I don't know what's so hard about that. But apparently that would be cruel and unusual punishment. I don't run the I don't run the the execution department of any state. <laughs> I should, though. I'll tell you that. So they brought in a, uh, one of those back roller things, and they said they would, you know, they'd rig the gurney up a little bit so that he could. That's how he slept at night. So they brought in his his back brace, and they moved the gurney a little bit. That's what they said they were going to do. And I guess everything went fine. So the people that were, you know, the family were there of the little girl that he killed, that he was convicted of killing. They were all there, and. They said, uh, the girl's mother said, today marks final justice for our daughter, Vicki Lynn. Our family has waited 37 years, 8 months, 22 days for this day to come. So, Frank Atwood, dead at 66 years of age. Good. You know, I was thinking about executions, and that's, you know, just me, I know. But, uh, you know, this guy that they just killed in Arizona, I'm sorry, executed in Arizona for his horrific crime, and it was killing that little girl. I mean, that's what he was, you know, found guilty of. Um, 
so remember they were fighting over uh a it was too much pain you know and they were thinking that they weren't going to have the the injection drugs so that they might use the gas chamber arizona is still the last like the last state that still has the gas chamber working <laughs> there's still like three or four states that have a gas chamber just says ah we haven't used that thing in a while you know what get the construction workers in here let's get this thing fixed up get those pipes turned back on let's go so i mean that the, and the, the lawyers are that's not a good thing they do not like the gas chambers <laughs> the nazis were killing jews in the gas chambers and the pain and suffering see i'm not a big pain and suffering worry wart uh you were convicted of murdering another human being or human beings so the whole me worrying about your pain and suffering that's not there sorry not there okay but here's the deal many of these states have been fighting over the injection drugs right and they're trying to trying to get them they're hiding the fact where the where they're coming from because protesters are going to the companies that are making the drugs and protesting those companies so you know it's a big it's a big circle gathering and uh so why not just use the fentanyl that we're picking up along the side of the road in uh, many of the states around the united states of america i mean we can't touch it everybody's got to wear yellow gloves and a yellow hazmat suit we got another cabin forbid anybody don't breathe the air there's there's some in the trunk of a car i mean let's just use that yeah just a thought you know what i'm just i'm here i'm just thinking i'm just thinking for you certainly save the state some money they wouldn't have to purchase they wouldn't have to purchase the injection drugs they don't have to purchase the cyanide gas for the gas tanks they don't have to purchase the bullets for the shooting range, right? All you do is you go down to the go down to the locker room and pick up a couple of bags of fentanyl, bring it back up to the booth and say, "Here, take this." And the guy's dead or the girl. You're welcome. So I saw a tweet the other day under, you know, tweeted from Uber Facts. And so it has to be true. Uh, in Denmark, there are libraries where you can borrow a person instead of a book. Now, I don't know, depending on what you're going to do with that person, I guess. Uh, that's another story. Anyway, you borrow the person at this human library uh to listen to their life story for 30 minutes it's called the human library and its goal is to fight against prejudices and i thought is uberfax lying to me i i need i need to fact check uberfax apparently the human library organization exists in Copenhagen happens to be closed right now until Monday <laughs> today is Friday the 10th it says here on their website uh opens Monday 10 a.m all right so you can't rent a person now that was the time I want to talk to a person now we're closed sorry 
So the Human Library Organization is a registered international not-for-profit with our administrative headquarters located in Copenhagen. Uh, the Secretariat is open on all weekdays daily. All right. Uh, so it does. I, do I care? I mean, do I get that? I'm really fascinated on how you borrow. A, you know what? What? points make me want to go you i want to i want to borrow you for 30 minutes i mean hotness look good oh yeah i'm i'm checking you out of the library right now baby oh yeah and come to think of it i might not return you on time I don't know. I want to know. Or do you, <laughs> uh, or do you I mean, do you think, oh, yeah, that person looks boring. I don't care about them. Now, now they're just expending my prejudices. And so I guess they probably just, you'd probably, they probably just give you one. I'd like to, I'd like to take out a human and they just give you one. Here, take Betty. Betty's here today. Betty, Betty's the, Betty's the human we're given today. Hi, my name is Betty, and I cleaned floors in Copenhagen for 30 years. I have three children, and these are real. Uh, I, they, they breastfed my children for uh, all, their, all their babies. And uh, I, just so you know, I know you were thinking it, looking at me, because I don't have a bra on right now. And uh, Oh, silly, get your hand off my knee. It's not for that. I'm a grandmother now. And uh, I just wanted to be a part of the human library. Are you kidding me? Come on now. Oh, come on. Oh, I'll take, all right, give me him. <sighs> My name is uh, Wilfred. No, that's Stu's character. I can't use Wilfred. Uh, My name is uh, <sighs> Jonathan. And uh, I just moved here to Copenhagen. I'm homeless, and uh, I really need some help. <laughs> I'd like to tell you 30 minutes of my life story, but well, I got, I got, I came to Copenhagen from a shipping container, and uh, yeah, yeah. What happened was, is I was homeless in uh, in Russia, and I thought, hey, you know, a good place to live would be down by the docks, and there was an open shipping container. And I was staying in it, and the next thing I know, I'm being lifted up, and I'm moving around, I'm falling, I'm cracking. That's why I got this scar on my side of my face, because I was rolling around inside the container. And then the next thing I know, I'm being, you know, I'm being moved around again, and I open up the container, and I'm in Copenhagen. <laughs> so I thought, well, okay, I might as well just be go to work for the human library then. Ah, oh, that's great. Thanks, Jonathan. Take care. Thanks. I'm glad I, glad I checked you out. I mean, if you've ever been to the Human Library, I want you to email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. I want to know. I may reach out to them. I want to know. I want to talk to, you know, the Copenhagen. I'm sure they'll be happy to talk to me. I mean, I'm promoting their not-for-profit. Hello. Tell me about what humans you're renting out and what they're doing for that money. Because even though it's not-for-profit... Somebody's making some cash. 
I mean, come on now. <laughs> Just come on now. That's all I'm saying. You see where Apple now is saying that they're going to be able to, uh, they're going to introduce the ability to edit or completely recall text as part of the iMessage, as part of their next operating system, the iOS 16. They com- the company also announced changes to the iPhone lock screen, customizable fonts and widgets, and the biggest update to the MacBook Air in more than a decade during its uh, WWDC keynote address. So, I mean, do you, I guess I, it hasn't been very often. I don't, and I'm trying to remember the last time that I actually sent something that I went, oh, no, come back, and it didn't come back. So even, but I guess if you, if I send you a text that says, uh, you know, hey, screw you, and the human that you rented from the Copenhagen Human Library too, and then I send it to you, and then I wake up and I go, oh, I probably shouldn't have sent that to you. So then I delete it. So can I delete it after you've seen it? You know, does it say if you've seen it, does it come back? Does it let me know? Like if I say, oh, I'm going to delete that and I go to delete it and it says, uh, you know, Billy's already seen it, idiot. Uh, you can delete it if you want, but he's already seen it. Or does it let me know, you know, you haven't looked at it yet. And so I delete it. Now I'm told that when Billy gets up, he'll look at his phone and he'll it'll say, uh, Jeffy sent you a message and it was deleted. So that defeats the purpose, really, because then Billy's going to call you or text you like, dude, what'd you want? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I was just with your wife and I wanted to tell you, but then I decided not to. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't remember. I've been, there's a number of emails that I've sent, you know, where you, you hit send and you go, no, 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 no. And then, no, they don't come back. They're gone. They don't come back. Just like text. The only thing that comes back is like, I don't know, your kids or the wife. They leave and then they come back. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens. I know. All right, so I'm going to leave you with this story, and the only reason I saved it is just so I could hear one particular audio clip that we use on the show, and I love it so much, and I just love to find ways to be able to play it. Um, this story, headline, Dean Martin's multi-million fortune over a long career and a mystery over who he left it to. Now, Dean had millions, tens of millions of dollars, and there was a big mystery on what, which kids he gave it to, which wife he gave it to, but it doesn't matter to me. None of that matters to me. I don't give a crap about this story, all right? Because I'm not getting a cut of the Dean Martin cash, all right? I love Dean Martin. He's the man. But, you know, I hope the kids all work it out and they're not, you know, duking it out in the octagon just to get dad's money. They're all in their hundreds now anyway, so I'm sure they're okay. But Dean Martin story on Chewing the Fat, you know what that leads to. Oh, yeah. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sands Hotel proudly presents the star of our show, direct from the bar, Dean Martin. Yeah. 
Oh, no. Oh, no. We lost him. Dean Martin. Still dead. Now, he died at the age of 78 years of age. At the age of age, 78 years of age? Yeah. He died at 78 years of age. He would have been just this week 105 years old. But we lost him. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.